1: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Which
2: teams make a move in the first round? When will Malik Willis hear his name called? And could we have a run on quarterbacks? And which draft picks will surprise us all? I'm Peter Bukowski. Starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
1: Searching all major sports. Found Let's start with the biggest story.
2: It is finally here. After months of preparation, of conversation, of narratives, the picks will soon be in. Roger Goodell going to the podium to announce the 2022 NFL draft. We will be there live from Dallas on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Be sure to check us out. And joining me in Dallas will be One of the hosts of Locked On NFL Draft, Ryan Tracy, who joins me now to give you a preview as best we can in this short amount of time of the NFL Draft. Ryan, as we look at night one, what are we going to be talking about on our couches on Friday as we get ready to preview rounds two and three? What will be the storyline from
0: the first round of the NFL Draft? It feels like to me it's going to be who moved where. Do you recall that this went this way and this went this way and none of the picks that we thought were going to happen actually panned out (laughs) because nobody was in the same spot. That feels like everything that we're hearing pre-draft is that teams are looking to move around. They're looking to get active. And maybe it is because of the quarterback class that it just feels like expense of moving up in the draft and the, the value of moving back is helping both sides of a lot of different possible deals. How
2: much do you think we will be seeing teams that have two first round picks? There are, you know, 20 teams practically (laughs) with multiple multiple first round picks. How do you think that changes the calculus of these moves? Because there's going to be a lot of teams that say, well, we can wait. And there's going to be other teams going, wait, we can't wait because we don't have a pick.
0: That's really what it comes down to. And, And having that extra ammunition and having so many teams that actually have the ability that in a class where you there isn't a clear number one. There isn't a clear number five. There isn't a clear number 10. Maybe it is. Let's use what we have and let's go get the guy that we know that we want and fits into this roster.
2: If teams are going to be moving around, where are the positions you think they could be targeting? And, And in what ranges do you think
0: we'll see that happen? I I think the edges at the very top of the draft are worth moving around for, especially for teams that feel like they're in a unique situation to be picking in the top five, top ten, and they feel they can get more value by moving back, setting up their roster for the future. That also, on the flip side, means that you have to be heavily invested in the evaluation of those edges. Now, wide receiver is a different position, in my opinion, because, yes, there are some really exciting exclusive athletes at the top, but it's also a lot deeper in terms of what you can get in the third and the fourth rounds that can come on your roster and help you move the ball. If there are
2: some receivers, you happen to cover a team that could be looking for a receiver in the Kansas city chiefs. I happen to cover a team that could be looking for a receiver in the green Bay Packers. The Philadelphia Eagles seem like a team who could be in the market. The saints, the chargers. I mean, there are a lot of teams that could use a frontline pass catcher. Where do you think that receiver run starts that could cause one of these teams the Packers the Chiefs to make a move going we need to grab this last guy before he falls
0: I I think the rush starts in the early teens right there 13 14 just before the Eagles are on the clock I think that becomes the leaping points to get to in order to grab those wide receivers maybe it is the pack maybe it is the Chiefs I hear a lot of talk tonight about last minute deals to try to get ahead of someone else who needs one of those few picks Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen. Don't forget that starting tonight, April 28th,
2: Tune into Lockdown NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Lockdown's NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to the first pick. You have plenty of time to catch up before the draft. What are you waiting for? Coming up, could Malik Willis be a top 10 draft pick? Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing the new Daily Fantasy over-under game. It's simple. Choose a sport, choose two or more players that you like, and pick the Daily Fantasy over-under. You can pick points, rebounds in a playoff game, in the basketball playoffs, or, or strikeouts in baseball and if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over twenty times your entry. You're not getting those kinds of odds anywhere else. And best of all, I can join my friends' contest. We can play together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new daily fantasy over/under game. Have fun with your friends and win. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On today, and Sleeper will match your deposit up to a hundred dollars. They'll just give you money. Again, that's Sleeper with the promo code Locked On today when you deposit terms and conditions apply you sleepers terms of use for details this episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing number of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket so why would you choose to spend 30 percent 50 percent even 100 more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership rock auto is a family business Serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years with prices that are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com
1: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: The Milwaukee Bucks are moving on to the Eastern Conference semifinals after eliminating the Chicago Bulls on Wednesday.
1: The Milwaukee Bucks take care of business. I'm Kane Pittman from Locked on Bucks, and Milwaukee do win the series 3-1 against the Chicago Bulls. And after an interesting start to this series through the first two games, the Bucks then lost Chris Milton. And that seemed to flick the switch for this team. Defensively, they took over this series. Uh, They were able to shut down DeMar DeRozan, force the Bulls into shots that they don't normally want to take. And that was the end. I thought Milwaukee were pretty clinical after game two in this series. Uh, the Bulls had no answer for Giannis, which we knew which was going to be the case. And Bobby Portis deserves a shout out moved into the starting lineup. 15 points, 14 rebounds per game over the last three games. But ultimately now the playoffs start for Milwaukee Sunday afternoon against the Boston Celtics. It's gonna be an incredible series. Milwaukee looking like they're gonna start that without Chris Middleton. Potentially we'll go the whole series without Chris Middleton. So the playoffs really start now for the Bucks as they look to defend their title. We're going to break down the series with the Bulls, this game five with Chicago, and then we're going to look ahead to this series with the Boston Celtics. Make sure you join us wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.
2: Kyler Murray will be staying with the Arizona Cardinals, at least for now. The two sides have been unable to come to terms on a long-term contract extension, but it was announced Wednesday that Arizona would exercise Kyler Murray's fifth-year option. Murray is now officially under contract through the 2023 NFL season. The Jacksonville Jaguars announced they agreed to terms with offensive tackle Cam Robinson. The deal is worth $54 million over the next three years. Robinson, now the eighth highest paid offensive tackle in the NFL in terms of average salary. Could this affect the NFL draft, especially with the number one overall pick? Tune in to the Locked On NFL Draft's 2022 coverage on the Locked On NFL YouTube page.
1: Here is another story you need to know.
2: All right, back with Ryan Tracy from Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan, we talked about some of the storylines that we could be seeing on night one. Let's talk about players, pivot point players. Is there someone in the top five, top 10 where you go, okay, if this guy goes here, that sets up a domino effect for the next five, 10 picks.
0: I think the real question is in this quarterback class does someone like Malik Willis enough to go up into that top 10 because of the cascade that will then affect the rest of the first round I'm not particularly sold on that I do feel that there are some options about some quarterback needy teams in the top 10 that may not actually be ready to pull the trigger there and so I look for those to be trade out candidates but if he does go uh, and I do think that of all the quarterbacks, it is Malik really That would be the target there. If you're just going by your evaluation, I don't think that he's necessarily the number one quarterback, but he's the most exciting. He's the most upside. He is the most uh, ability to affect your offense in a positive way. So I do think he would be the target. But if that does happen, everything tumbles down. And I don't think there's a rush for the second and third quarterbacks.
2: online has him as the favorite to be the first quarterback off the board. What landing spot, irrespective of a team that could trade up, what landing spot for
0: a Malik Willis
2: makes the most sense to you
0: I think it has to be somebody that is willing to put in the effort to bring the quarterback along because the the expectations he's a finished product or he's able to walk into a new offense and be able to affect it without his legs being the primary driver I think that's a mistake so yes does Carolina need one probably does Seattle need one probably Do the Steelers need one? Who is best developed on their staff and on their personal plan for their future in terms of whatever you want to call it, a rebuild or not? Are you prepared to help him along? And that's the big question. I think Seattle might be the best landing spot. We've talked about the the quality of this quarterback class,
2: and it is not a high-quality class. But that position is so vital, and there are still enough teams that have uncertain quarterback situations that the history of the NFL tells us there are going to be teams that reach – For these guys. So let's say a Malik Willis goes nine to Seattle, 20 to Pittsburgh, wherever that first guy comes off, how much of a
0: cascading effect in terms of a run on quarterbacks do you think that creates? I think it's Malik Willis. It doesn't necessarily make a run at all because the rest of the evaluation, I think, is really set more on existing film rather than expected upside. If he's not the first, if it makes it to... Pittsburgh at 20 and it's not Malik Willis. Then I think the panic begins because then there's still the tantalizing athleticism that he possesses. There's Mm -hmm. Matt Corral that has some of it as well. And I think that kind of kicks the whole league into gear.
2: If there is a team we've talked about the quarterbacks going at the end of the first round, Detroit could be a team at 32 that takes one Seattle has the ammunition to get back into the first round to get that fifth year option. That is an important piece. We've said a lot about Malik Willis. Who are some of the other guys that you think will be most appealing and who do you think the teams will be to go after them
0: the real question to me is who's higher more highly coveted either Macaral or Desmond Ritter and Ritter's been you know in the media been coming on strong as of late i don't know that that's the truth in terms of war rooms around the league so i do think that the aspect of Mackerel could be just as viable the real question for me is It's not going to be Detroit in my estimation, because I think they feel comfortable with golf and they are in prime position to then move out of that. They already have some good quality picks after the first round. If they can double that up, good for them. So who would want to do that? That opens up the entire field. Really? I'm not sure who's ready to pull the trigger because of the quality of the class. Could it be that Seattle doesn't do that in the first round? They try to come back. Could it be a package up? It's wide open at this point tonight.
2: Coming up. What top talent will be available on day two? This lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now
3: that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: Here's what to look for on bet online. Your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. Taking a look at the NBA playoff lines for Thursday, the Phoenix Suns are road favorites against the New Orleans Pelicans in game six. Bet online has Phoenix as two point favorites. The 76ers head to Toronto as favorites against the Raptors, but it is a scant favorite. BetOnline has the spread at one and a half for Philly. And the Utah Jazz are the lone home favorites of the night against the Dallas Mavericks. BetOnline currently has Utah as one-point favorites. BetOnline, where the game starts, a lot of value to be had there. All right, one more segment here with Ryan Tracy from the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Ryan, the big story in a lot of drafts is guys who go 5, 10, 15, 20 picks too soon and guys who go 5, 10, 20 picks too late. Let's start with the risers. Give me a name of someone you think is going to go and people who have not been following the draft for the last couple of months are going to go, wait, what?
0: the one that stands out to me is Lucene uh, from Georgia, the safety one who who I think in, in circles that are continually updating, probably a little bit more recent for it if you've been out of touch for the last six weeks you thought he was maybe a, a day two pick that might squeeze in now I think he's being seen as closer to the top safety in this class a guy that can do a bit of everything and has the athleticism that if nothing else you can fall back on that so I think he's one of the risers and we may have seen the
2: ultimate riser in Trayvon Walker right in February he was like the 28th guy and now he's the a top five guy could be the potential number one pick we may have seen the guy who's everyone's going wait, what? And But we just all
0: accepted he's going to go. Yeah, it's it's funny. A general consensus in this draft is if you're looking to improve yourself, go get you a Georgia Bulldog. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trayvon Walker, yes, we've seen him go, but he could he go as high as one? It is still a possibility that that is the case. And that is still a gamble because the, the tape is not what you're evaluating. You are, again, looking at production of the future when you put him in a role that we haven't necessarily seen him play so I think that's really intriguing I think it ends up going tackle with the number one pick but there's always that possibility who could be the the
2: the Aaron Rodgers the Johnny Manziel the guy that's sitting there at the end of the first round waiting for
0: that phone to ring and everyone's going wait this guy hasn't gone off the board yet I think it's one of the injured players I I don't foresee anything for Jameson Williams or Drake London. They both seem that they've checked out well enough that teams are going to be comfortable. But what happens beyond that? Is David Ajabo still thought to be a first-round prospect? I think it drops him down to the mid-second in terms of the evaluation and not having a rookie season per se. We'll see what his actual recovery is. But I think he is the one that, that is primed for the injury fall. And a guy that I think is over estimated to be a first round pick in terms of the talent and the grade is George Karloftis. I think he falls out of the first as well. I don't think he has the grade to really sustain that top 32 pick. So as we sit on Friday
2: talking about, okay, this is, we reset after round one, we reset, we get down, we get down to, okay, now it's day two rounds, two and three. Who do you think are going to be some of the names at the top of the draft We're going, okay, these are the prizes. Who are the round two prizes who could still be left after we get through round one?
0: I think Ajabo's likely one of them. I think names like Jalen Petrie is another Jahan Dotson would be a third. I think at that point, you start to look at the quality of the player, and that actually changes a little bit because I think the linebackers are going to come into play early in the second In Nicobe Dean and Quay Walker, again, two Georgia players. I think that could be the interesting twist there at the top in the the high 30s, say. We have three
2: days of NFL draft coverage coming to you live on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Check us out there. Subscribe to Locked On NFL on YouTube. And let's have fun over the next couple days with the NFL draft. And finally, things got a little chippy Wednesday afternoon when the New York Mets and St. Louis Cardinals got together. Joan Lopez threw a pitch near Nolan Arenado's head. The close call came after the Mets' J.D. Davis was hit by a pitch in the top of the inning. The Mets have been hit by a league-high 19 pitches this season. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen. Now go make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Coming up tomorrow, we look at the biggest news from the first round of the 2022 NFL Draft. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.